This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Well, this morning, I have the pleasure of talking with Greg Abrams. He's the president and founder of 310 Tempering in Jeffersontown, Kentucky. Hey, thanks for spending some time with us this morning, Greg. I really appreciate it. No, no worries. No worries at all. Hey, you know, the first question that I have, just out of curiosity, is how did you come up with the name 310 Tempering? Okay, so I get asked that question quite a bit. Um, Myself and my business partner, Chris Murphy, uh, we were sitting there trying to think of a name for the company, something easy to remember and, and, and catchy. And we went through all these different initials of our names and all this. And, and so the one thing that we share in common, well, amongst a lot of things, is we were both born on March 10th. So we thought, well, why not call it 310? So that's where it came from. I, I would have never guessed that in a million years. Yeah, people people who don't know the glass business very well, they say, "Was well, that the is that the temperature that you use to temper glass?" Or I said, "Oh no 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 no." I said, oh, "We just we when we met uh, at our previous job, we were joking about well, he was getting ready to turn a certain age, and I was like, well, I am too.' And well, what date? And we got with." There's no way. Let me see your driver's license. So we exchanged driver's license, and we laughed. So we we share the same birthday, and we always try to do a little trip or something around it. But that was where the name 310 came from. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So so talk a little bit about the the evolution of 310 tempering. I I read a couple of articles uh, about it back in uh, 2015. I know you guys were launching it. I don't know if you actually got started that year. If it took you a while, I'm sure it took a while to spin it up. So, I mean, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we both uh, worked at one of the largest uh, shower door manufacturers in the country there. for I was there for a decade. He was there just right under that and uh, loved it there. They were great folks. Um, they were doing some changes with management and different things, and it just wasn't the place that we wanted to be any longer. Um, so we both left there and then, you know, we sat around and said, well, we, are we going to be consultants or, or what are we going to do? And we said, well, why don't we just take a stab at it ourselves? So, um, the summer of 2015, we, we decided to, you know, buy equipment and we bought a building and then, you know, it took most of that whole summer to start getting stuff in. It gave us time to, to, to find property. And, and then machines came in in September. Uh, setup happened in October. And we tempered our first piece of glass on November 9th of 2015. And it's just been a great ride. We've been very blessed uh, to have put a good team together and, um, you know, get new product lines and, and just, uh, you know, try our best to take care of, of our customers. What's your background in, in the glass industry? I mean, I know you were working in temp, uh, tempering plant or shower door fabricating facility for that. But, I mean, do you come from a family of, of glass people or, or what? No, no, actually far from it. Um, I've got a horticulture degree, and my family is in the landscaping business. And so I worked for my father uh, all through high school and college uh, and then went to work for him full time, and we just about killed each other. 
So I was there full time for eight years, and you know, you come to a point when you're fighting with your family member. Uh, it's not worth it. Life's too short for that. So I decided to leave, and I wanted to get into a completely different business. And so I went to work for a company over in Jeffersonville, Indiana, that does store fixtures for department stores. Uh, anything that you would see uh, that would hold product, um, whether it be metal, glass, or wood, they made all that stuff. And, you know, you think about the the little glass cubes that, like, men's shirts are in and different things. We would do all that stuff. So uh, the glass part of it started to slow down because the department stores are starting to go towards an industrial look. So they were doing a lot of the metal tread plate and wood look. Uh, and so the glass slowed down, and the company I was working for, they had uh, they laid off some folks in the glass area. And so the owner of the company said, hey, why don't you go out and find other glass products that we could do? And so I went out and found uh, the company that I, I worked for last, and they became one of the largest customers. So we quickly learned how to move glass through the plant much quicker. Um, we, we we realized the quality that had to, to that had to be in place for the uh, the especially shower doors, and so we started doing that. Um, and so that's how I started learning about glass. Uh, and then I got hired to go over to the, the company we were selling to, and then I went over there, and then that's where my my you know really got my career going as far as in the the shower door business. So I saw that you guys took over uh, an existing building, right? Was was that a glass business in that building before? No, no, it was actually a company that makes cabinets and kitchen. Uh, you know, kitchen cabinets and different things. So it was not a glass business at all. We, when we bought it, it was completely empty. And uh, you know, our first day uh, of work, August 10th, 2015, there was five of us that came in here, and we sat down for the first half of the day and talked about our business uh, philosophies and started talking about the culture we wanted to create and, and different things. And uh, after lunch, we started tearing carpet out. And so we spent that summer tearing carp, you know, putting carpet down and painting and cleaning up and organizing and all the things that that need to be done. The building's probably 20 or 30 years old, so it, it had some it had some cobwebs, and so we had to clean it up. Um, and so that's kind of how it started. But no, it was a completely empty building. You talked a little bit about um, you know business philosophy and just kind of like what your goals were starting out. I'm curious about that. Well, you know, seeing that. Most of my time in the glass business was spent around shower doors. Um, the quality of shower doors is, is really the most important thing, I think. Uh, speed is right next to it, but, uh, you know, the quality, is it's a difficult to keep good quality as when you have as many hands that have to touch the product and you have to ship it and, and you got to get it, you know, the customer needs to get it all the way in, into what I always say is a, is a hard <laughs> It's up steps and it's it's a uh, it's hard surfaced little room, and so we started talking about how can we deliver consistent quality every time, and you know that was always a challenge at the other places I was at is you know we could we would we'd produce that quality but then something would happen whether we might grow too fast or you know we 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 would have issues here and there that it would. Uh, the, the quality wasn't as consistent as what we were going for. So our main goal was how do we keep consistent quality, um, you know, through, through, the, through the busy times, obviously the slower times. And so that was part of it. Uh, and then how do we create a great culture? 
Um, obviously, everybody in our industry is looking for good people, and we're no different. And so we said, well, what do we? What can we do to to try to create the best culture here? And so, you know, starting off and, and doing fun things, and and uh, you know, making sure that we treat everybody as people and not just you know workers. That's been that's been a big goal. So those are really the the key parts of our business philosophy that we're that we rely on. Having a, a tempering plant to me just seems like such a huge thing to take on. I mean, I've been in the business for a long time. Actually, as a teenager, when I was my very first job in a glass shop was actually Olson Glass in Las Vegas, Nevada, okay. and it was a tempering. They they had a tempering plant there, mm-hmm. and it was probably the biggest shop in Vegas back in those days. That was a long time ago. It takes a lot of guts to take something like that on. Yeah. Well, you know, we were blessed that when we were at the other place, you know, we, we did not temper for the first, um, I guess, two or three years that I was there. And then when we were having difficulty finding the quality of tempered glass that we needed as, as the business grew there, uh, the owner of that company said, hey, guys, we just need to do this ourselves. And he said, I will fund it if you guys can can find the equipment and get started. So we actually, you know, we learned what we've got now. We, we learned that somewhere else. And, you know, you just you shop around and you have to get the right equipment for the type of product you want to produce. And then you get it in and you, you rely on the vendors quite a bit. The, the suppliers of the machinery have been amazing. Um, they, they, they help you, you know, this is what you need to do. You need to set it here. And so, you know, we learned all that and it, it is a big endeavor, but we had a great head start with, uh, with our prior company, um, so that we kind of knew what we needed. We made a few changes, but we really set it up very similar because that, that model worked well for us. And, you know, when we decided to go on our own, it was like, well, we're going to, we're going to do it very similar. We're just going to make a few of the changes that we, we had hiccups with at the last place and see if we can't do it a little bit better. The idea of being able to fill a, like a factory with brand new equipment, uh, because you do a lot more than just temper glass. I mean, in order to make shower enclosures, you need pretty much like one of just about everything, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you got cutting tables and polishers and CNC machines and washers and and you know, obviously a furnace and um you know, we we do laminating here as well, so we have to have a laminating area. Um so you you do have a lot, but I'll tell you when we first started that that building looked pretty empty. <laughs> it, it it was uh it was kind of funny people would come in and look and like, "Well, you got stuff spread out awfully far. You're having to walk." A lot, and I said, "Well, it'll, I, you know, again at the last place, we'd always say, geez, we'll be able to play arena football in here.' And you know, six months later, you'd you'd have trouble driving the forklift. So it it happens that fast. Um, but uh, yeah, the you know the equipment we we bought it all just to, you know, basically for the shower door business, and then we've kind of been expanding out of that, getting in a lot of railings and things like that. Yeah, railings are are pretty similar." To, to shower enclosures in the sense that you look at them pretty closely, you know, you can get away with a lot when you're on the third floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But <laughs> in somebody's bathroom, you know, when yeah. someone's going to be walking up to that thing every single day, you're talking about quality. Quality really counts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a difference with, of looking through something and then looking at something. Absolutely. And especially when the product is designed to be, Beautiful. Yeah. And to add 
add that aesthetic, you know, to yeah. uh, to the environment. It's um, it's very important, you know, and and yeah. glass is very unforgiving, right? That's right, exactly. And you know, when when we got into the railing business, um, you know, a lot of these great big tempering companies they don't have any problem, you know, kicking out a bunch of thirty six by forty two squares. Uh, we started getting. Uh, request to do like the steps, the stairs, you know, the parallelograms with holes for handrails and all. Mm -hmm. and, and in fact, you know, a lot of customers for a while would use the bigger companies for the little squares, and then they would use us for, for the, the stairs. And we were fine with that. And so, you know, when it gets into precise fabrication, that's what we're really good, you know, we're really good at and set up for. And so, you know, we would see all these parallelograms come over with holes and all these different things that they needed, uh, elbows and such, and, and we would knock it all out and ship it. And finally I started asking them, I was like, well, where are you getting the rest of it at? And then they said, well, we're buying it from someone else. And I said, well, let me bid on that too. And so we were, um, you know, we were able to, to win some of those uh, because we can, you know, we can get pretty aggressive. Now, we, you know, we charge uh, – you know, accordingly for the kind of quality we do, but we can still compete with anybody in the country. So it's it that's been a very growing part of our business, um, especially with the laminated. Some of the new, I think, the new specs have changed in in certain areas of the country based on the weather and, and different things. Um, we've been doing a lot more laminated railings. Is anybody doing those like glass stairs, like treads and risers for for stairs there in your area? Well, we have not been asked for them yet. Um, I saw some at, at uh, a trade show, and I asked a couple questions about it, but we haven't done any yet. So, But we're keeping our ears open. I think it's something we, we would entertain for sure. Yeah, it's funny. Out here on the West Coast, in my experience, we don't see as much of the stuff that's happening on the East Coast. Like if you look in magazines, or they, they show these these great glass structures they're making. Right. A lot of like glass floors mm -hmm. and glass stairs and stuff like that. And you would expect to see that here on the on the West Coast, but right. it just hasn't made it here for some reason. Well, and if it hadn't made it to you, then you know it's not it's not over here in the Midwest <laughs> yet. You know, we always right. we always keep an eyeball out on what you guys are doing because we know probably in the next year we're going to be doing it. So uh, that's uh, I think we had a request. Someone in Puerto Rico one time called and asked if we could do glass steps with a tread. And at that point, we weren't doing laminating, uh, and I knew the answer was no. So, uh, but that's the only request we've had. But you know, we'll definitely entertain it. I think we could do some cool stuff using sandblasting and maybe even melted glass to create treads, and we could probably do some really beautiful stuff. So. When people are ready, we'll be here. Yeah, it's funny how trends kind of flow. It seems like things kind of start in Europe, and then they, they kind of flow to New York. Yep. And then it takes a long time for it to get over here, and then it seems like it gets here, and then you're right. Once it gets to the West Coast, then it kind of goes to the rest of the country. It's, That's right, yeah. It's odd the way that it's counterintuitive to how you'd think things might work. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. So back to that article from 2015, they were predicting that you'd add like 120 jobs in five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. So are you guys on track to do that? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We've, uh, I, I think we're getting close to about 70 folks right now. And, you know, it's it's not my goal to, to uh, you know, grow at some certain pace, you know, our goal is to just maintain our, our quality and consistency. And whatever that looks like, um, we've been very uh, cautious and, you know, 
on the different opportunities that that uh, are presented to us, just to make sure that we we keep that consistent quality. That's that's the name of the game. Now, those are the headaches that I've had in the past at other places that I really want to avoid um, because growing too fast is absolutely still a problem. And um, I just I don't want to let my customers down that have been so good to us in, in this whole startup. So you know we're, we're we are going along at at that pace i think i think that prediction was pretty accurate um not sure that it it will hit it but again you know everything that we've done here has uh has been calculated pretty pretty well we've had a couple of little surprises but nothing that threw us off the tracks yeah well it's great to create jobs you know and yeah. um and that's one metric for measuring success right but certainly right. not not the only one uh, I know that when you started, you were going to be like the third of three tempering plants, uh, like within a 50-mile radius or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're, actually, so, we're actually, there's four of us now here. Uh, that was going to be my question, if you if that was still the case or not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you know, I've worked at, so obviously this one and the last one and then the one I started at, all three, and then um, one of the, um, you know, they, they basically do IG they do a lot more IG there here in town now. So, um, well, they've been in town. They've been in town forever. Uh, but yeah, there's basically four glass manufacturers within. Gosh, 50 miles is is too much. It's probably 20, 25. Wow. Yeah. And there's that that much demand. Um. Yeah. You know the glass business, like you you mentioned earlier, glass is being used. And for so many different applications other than just, you know, tabletops and windows and things that, you know, to my knowledge, all those companies, you know, I still keep in contact with the original company that I started working for, uh, you know, and, and I'm competing with the the one I, you know, the, the the one I just worked for before. And, you know, I think everybody's doing well. I think there's plenty of business out there for, for all of us and, you know, different opportunities look good to different companies and, and people are picking through them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of glass getting made right here in Louisville and, 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 uh, shipped out all over the country. Wow. That's awesome. I was doing more of like a full service thing and I was having a conversation with one of my competitors and he said, you know, there's enough work in shower doors that someone could just start a business just doing shower doors in the area. And I was already kind of moving in that direction anyway. What people used to like freak out about as far as, you know, price goes, people right. are, are are willing to spend now, which is um, a lot of fun because you get to do cool things that are interesting. And so with that in mind, let, let's talk about the Phantom series okay. shower enclosure. I, mm-hmm. This actually is, is a little bit of a, a phenomenon right now in the industry, isn't it? Yeah. Oh man, that has been my most favorite product to sell. Um, and, and like you said, the the bathrooms are people are spending more money. Luckily, we we got the bathroom renovations kind of linked in with the kitchen renovations, and people always knew that you know, gosh, when you renovate your kitchen, it was going to be a, a pretty hefty price tag. And so, luckily, the bathrooms got kind of linked in uh, with that as well. So I think people kind of expect it, but uh, you know, the the Phantom has just been super exciting for us. You know, when when we when the barn door. Uh, you know, all the barn door uh, talk came out, and people were doing the the single rolling units and all. And 
course, we jumped on board with that, uh, gosh, it's probably back five, six years ago, and started creating different configurations for those different wheels and bar sizes and so on and so forth. But everybody always wanted that, the double movement, both of them. And, and so, you know, everyone was trying to engineer something that, you know, had less metal, uh, but yet could could hold up and, and be durable for two rolling panels. And so, you know, when CRL launched their Cambridge, uh, we were right there kind of dialing in our metal version of it as well. We call it Duo. And we got in the bars and, you know, we hung it up, take pictures for the catalogs and such. And we uh, and Chris and I sat there and we looked at it and we said, man, it's just, it's just a lot of metal. It's a two-by-four out of metal. And it's got to be that way, you know, because of the weight of the glass. And we had just started laminating. And we were learning about the strength of some of the structural laminate that's out there. And so we were cutting our teeth at learning that. We had never done anything laminated prior to that. And so one thing we always like to do out here is we just like to test stuff. And we like to break stuff and, and, and beat it up and, and all the different yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's fun. You know, we hit golf balls at it and throw yeah. baseballs at it and, and whack it with hammers and drop it from, you know, 50, you know, 20 feet off the ground. So anyway, we were, this laminate was so incredibly durable. We were like, wow. So we kept pushing the limits. And, and so we were actually driving back from Chicago and we were both talking about what could we do. And, and it just came up with like, why don't we use glass? Why don't we just create a dual rail piece of glass with structural laminate that can hold the weight but yet you see right through it and we got home and i mean we couldn't get to work quick enough the next morning and started working on that and we've got a really good friend that is an attorney and he said well you ought to patent it i said oh in this business no one patents everybody copies each other you just got to get a head start and he said no i think you're missing i think you're missing it you, you should patent it and so we, we got a hold of some patent attorneys, and we said, okay, you know, who knows? So we went through that process to get patent pending status. And so when we started putting it out there, it took off more than any product that I've ever been associated with. People were calling, and, and, and folks like you that were kind enough to, to, to put it up on, on your Facebook pages and, and different things, and just going out on the road and selling it, I'd bring the samples in, and they'd say, what in the world is this? And I said, imagine it rolling. You know, the wheels roll right on the glass, and it's just smooth, and, and people went nuts. And we have had a great time selling it. It's very popular. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've got folks like yourself that we're just sending the KDs to across, you know, anywhere. We'll, we'll make sure you have the right deductions for all the glass, but, you know, buy your glass local because it's expensive to ship. Uh, but we can send you the KD kit with everything you need. And so we're, you know, I'd say we're shipping to, you know, more than half the country uh as far as the different states we've got we've got phantoms going to each one and and hoping for more we're we're having a good time with it oh yeah i'll tell you what i love this product um i got to do my first one here recently for mm -hmm. this high end contractor who does this kind of work you know he he does the kind of work that i like to do and just a great right. guy and and i told him about it it's like hey there's this thing i haven't done one yet you know i mean would you like to do it it's like oh yeah absolutely so uh, you guys shipped us the yeah the KD kit, and I have to tell you something. I, I unwrapped it. I, I took a little video of myself doing it because I love to do that. But it was just so perfectly made. Um, and, and you know, with, with laminating, anybody who has experience with laminating it, it can be a little 
sloppy, you know? I mean, getting right. those joints like perfectly clean. I don't know how you guys do that. I'm sure it's probably a trade secret of some sort, but it's just, um, it was just immaculate. And I was wondering if it was glued, you know, I was wondering if it was like UV glue or something holding it together because it was just so clean right? and um, so easy to install. Um, Easier than Cambridge because you don't have to carry a, a porta band along, right. you know, to cut your header uh, on site, and um, just fit great, works wonderfully, looks just incredible. I mean, people are just blown away, and I mean, not just customers and contractors, but uh, other shower door pros, like on our um, Facebook group, people just are knocked out about it, you know. So um, yeah. congratulations on that. So it's like. You you and Chris kind of just put that together. Yeah. Yeah, we came up with it. We're driving home from Chicago, and we just kept talking about, boy, it's metal. And, again, you know, people always call up and ask, especially if we talk to, you know, interior decorators or designers, and they'll say, we just we just need, you know, more glass and less metal, more glass, less metal. We do. I have people say, I want it to just kind of float, just kind of float in the air. And, you know, all these years we're like, well, you've got to secure it, you know, and, and we can't just use silicone. We've got to have some type of mechanical fastener for safety and so on. And so when this product came up, we decided to use all those things that we've been asked for over the years and say, all right, you know, and if you look at our – uh, some of the marketing we did in U.S. Glass, you'll you'll see different lines that they said we want it to float in the air, we want it to look like nothing's there, we you know, and, and so this product probably came as close as is I don't know who knows what's going to happen, but as close as we are right now to giving folks you know more glass and less metal, and it's just been a ball. And we've got great people that do it, you know. Some of the stuff we do is a little bit of an industry secret, I guess you would call it, but it, the the fact of it is we've got such a great team that they 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 make sure the products. Are are just top notch, and that's that's been awesome. You know, one of the the side, uh, I guess I always call rather be lucky than good, but you know, finding out how quick it did install. And we get we get customers who who start and you do the first one, and they call us and go, "Oh my gosh!" And not only is it great looking and it works well, we were able to get it installed in you know forty five fifty minutes. And I said, "Yeah, it's you know you really only have to take one measurement, and that's to the first wall bracket. Everything else is used with a level." And it sits in there, and you hang it, and away you go. So it's that's been another great factor, and I think it's a great money maker for you know the glass shops that are able to uh, you know hopefully get a good mark on it, and they can get it done quick, and it's easy, and you know it's it's really from all angles, it, it's been it's been really really good for us. Yeah, you know, if if you can install something an hour faster, it's easy to pay a little bit more money, you know, for for the materials and customers are willing to pay a premium right. for for a product like this. It's yep. it, it's pretty awesome. So, is that your favorite part of being in the business you're in, like doing that kind of innovation? You know, that's always fun. Uh, you know, Chris and I have developed quite a few different products over the years, um, you know, both here and at the other places. Uh, that is fun. You know, my favorite part is going out and talking to the customers. I like I like helping people. You know, we love to do favors around here. That you know, nothing makes you feel better than having a customer call in and something didn't work out right, or or you know, GC is putting pressure on them, and they said, you know, is there any way you can help us get this done fast, or or, or can you pull something off, of, you know, that's difficult fabrication-wise? And and I love to be able to do that for folks. And so that's probably the most rewarding thing is, you know, we'll have somebody call from you know maybe a city a couple hours away, and you know, they're just about 
be in tears and say, you know, something's been messed up, and you know, it's not your all's fault, but the customers, you know, incredibly upset. And how fast could you do this? And I was like, well, you start driving, and we'll start making it. And you know, two or three hours later, we're loading them up in the truck, and you know, hopefully, saving the day. And that's always that's that's a very rewarding uh, part. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So, what about for fun? What do you do on your off time? On my off time, um, well, I try to play golf, but that is a big challenge. Uh, <laughs> uh, we go out and hit the ball, especially when it's raining all around, the time, right? Oh no, my lord! Well, that's a challenge, <laughs> just the fact that um, I took it off. I, I took up golf a little bit later in life, so it has been a challenge. I got some some guys here that can absolutely play. Uh, they're fantastic, but. I was not blessed with that gift, so I do that. I've got kids. I've got smaller kids, so we're we're in that. Uh, the the kids are playing sports, and so I get to do that a lot um, and hang out with the family. Those are kind of my those are kind of my pastimes. That's awesome. Yeah, I was looking at your website. One of the cool things I like about your website is you have the team members on there, pictures of them, and mm-hmm. kind of some of their interests. And I noticed that like golf with like a running theme, just about everybody golf. So you guys must like go play tournaments and stuff like that. Oh, we got scrambles. We always get invited to these scrambles. And, and so uh, we'll go do that. But yeah, I think it's important. You know, my dad taught me when I was, when I was young, he said, people buy from people they like. And so one of the things that we've had a goal is we want to be people that folks like. And, you know, it doesn't always work out that way, but, you know, putting people's pictures and, and, and making sure there's a, a face associated with the name. And when, when customers call in here, we've got we've got people answering the phone, not computers. And, and, you know, with one transfer of a call, they're going to get their answer and they're going to have a friendly voice on the other the other end of the phone. You know, we, we just we, we try our best to, to, to be the people that, you know, folks like to buy from. And so I thought when we start talking about what the website needed to look like, I said, I want it to be very personal. I want people to see what these guys look like and see their hobbies and, and different things because I want them to be able to relate with us and not just be, you know, a name on the other phone. And we create lifelong relationships with our customers. I, I mean, I could tell you that, you know, more than 20 or 30 customers that we have, I mean, I consider close friends. And, you know, it's just not a business relationship. It's something that, you know, sometimes we do activities together outside of work, and it's not just because of work or because we're trying to earn business. It's because we enjoy spending time together. And so we've created some fantastic relationships uh, through the business, you know, not only customers but vendors as well. Greg, thanks so much for uh, just spending some time with us today. I know that you're a busy guy. Well, it's my pleasure. I really appreciate you calling and and, uh, and what you're doing out there with social media and all these things. It's very helpful for for folks like me, and I'm very appreciative of the time today. Greg Abrams, thanks again. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Take care. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.